0: Welcome back to the U.S. of A. J. Allen Murray. How are you, Duran?
1: I am exhausted, <laughs> uh, but I am back I am back on American soil. Um, so I'm, I'm glad, not only American soil, but on North Carolina soil, uh, which is great considering how much time I had to spend in Georgia that I hadn't planned on spending.
0: Yeah, this is true. Before so, we dive into our topic for today, why don't you share the uh, exploits of your, uh, your time in the airplane
1: waiting and waiting and waiting. Uh, yeah, there was a storm. And so I watched a little airplane tracker. That's one of my favorite things to do on the plane. We were going over Mobile, and then we made a hard right towards the east, and then we were going over Tallahassee, and then we were like close to Jacksonville. I was like, this is not good. And about that time, they said we were going to land in Augusta for just a few minutes. Uh, to get fuel. We ended up being there so long, we had to change pilots and spent like four hours on the ground stuck in a plane in Augusta, Um, which Augusta is great when it comes to starting the Southern Baptist Convention, but it's not a good place for being stuck in an airplane.
0: That was a very niche uh, reference there. Well done. Uh, But also what is going on right now, other than you sitting on an airplane for hours on end, is the Olympics. I have watched a sum total of about two minutes, and that is because Rebecca wanted to show me some swimmer that caught up and ended up winning, and it was really incredible, and it was a lot of fun, but I do have all of the the baseball scheduled to record, and I plan to watch all of that. I haven't followed any of it, but there is a little thing called the International Mission Board, and the... Olympics are in Tokyo, Japan. Guess who else is in Tokyo, Japan, Jay Allen? Uh some IMB missionaries. Yeah, correct. And uh they are there and doing some pretty cool things. You were talking about someone doing how do you how do you even say it? Cosplay, cosplay?
1: Cosplay? Cosplay. Uh, yeah. That's where you, you, you dress up in a costume as a character from a film or a TV show, that kind of thing. It's kind of nerdy. Um, I'm, I'm kind of nerdy, but I haven't hit that level of nerddom yet, but, uh, you know, I've, I've got some friends that are at, uh, comic con this weekend in Raleigh and, uh, some of them dressed up. So it's, it's a big deal for a lot of people. If you were going to cosplay, who would you be? Um, I don't think Sasquatch is like a, a character from anything, uh, but that, that just seems like the, the, the natural choice. You, you could be the Jack
0: Link guy, you know, the Jack Link beef jerky thing. Messing
1: uh, Yeah, I I don't know. I have to think about that. Maybe next episode, I'll have a good answer for you.
0: All righty. Well, they're doing some cool stuff like the mobile cart ministry and uh, where it has the Olympic flag as missionaries on it. And in partnership with Japanese Christians, they are sharing the gospel, passing out tracts to, at at the time of this writing, 340 people in two days before the games and are still there you you took a look at this article
1: what are some of your thoughts about what they're doing while the olympics are going on i think they're doing a great job of trying to use uh, the culture in which uh, they're in using the japanese culture of course you know people come from all around the world to compete but also to watch uh, but but really trying to to blend in and mesh well with japanese culture uh which is a pretty difficult place to do evangelism. I know that our mission board has been there for a long time. Uh, the pastor uh, interned under first uh, Baptist Durham, Dr. Andy Davis, when he did his stint with the IMB. He was in Japan. Um, it's a, a very difficult and a hard place to share the gospel. Uh, And so I think with the attention that's going on with the Olympics, the the international attention uh, has has definitely provided a good opportunity to share with the nations, not just with Japan, but with the nations. And so I'm glad that our missionaries are able to capitalize on the situation.
0: Yeah. And I thought that New Mexico was pretty bad when it comes to uh, the percentage of Christians. And uh, but I think I saw somebody, maybe even Chipwood. Uh, put out something about Japan being 99 plus percent lost, uh, which is incredible. uh, But certainly one of the reasons why we need to continue to pray for the missionaries. And as he likes to say, call out the calls so we can get more there. But one of the things that I liked was their five-minute English deal. where they were holding up signs, that said free English conversation. Now, for an introvert, that sounds like a terrible idea, but for them, this was their chance to to really connect with a ton of different people in a short amount of time. This kind of reminds me of like the elevator evangelism, like where you can share the gospel in a short amount of time, be able to get to the important aspects of it. Uh, But I was reading some of this, that they were able to hand out 45 pieces of gospel material and talk with 29 people about the gospel. And so, Maybe some seeds were obviously planted, and uh, who knows what the fruit uh, will be. What other thoughts do you have about the IMB during the uh, Olympics?
1: Uh, I, I still think they've got plenty of work uh, to do. You know, the Olympics are, are still going for another week uh, at the time that we're recording this, and I guess another five days or so. Uh, once it, it finally drops, they'll, they'll be able to continue sharing the gospel. Uh, so as you hear this, you can still pray. Uh, for our missionaries that are that are going on there, uh, of course, you know the Baptist Press article talks about how they're doing some uh, virtual events. They're doing some prayer walking as well, uh, which is which is huge when it comes to missions, making it an issue of prayer. And so I would just encourage you to, to pray for them. And I was actually talking with one of my deacons. Uh, I was at his house. Uh, I guess yesterday, and he was watching the Olympics and we were talking about Japan and how, you know, when he was a kid, nobody wanted to admit that they owned anything that had been made in Japan, but how much Japan has changed in being a major influence with the technology of the world and uh, cars and, and so many other things. And so uh, it's a good reminder to us, not just to pray during this Olympic time, but anytime uh, one of our missionaries, we supported our church uh, was serving in East Asia and gave everybody chopsticks. Um, and every time we use those chopsticks, which is fairly often in our house, because we eat a lot of ramen here, uh, it's a reminder to pray for the people of East Asia. And so, you know, maybe, maybe next time you, you get in your Japanese vehicle or, um, you know, have some kind of Japanese culture, it'll be a, a good time to remember to pray for our IMB missionaries. Or if you're watching Matt Hensley try to eat sushi in Nashville, Tennessee, it's a good reminder to pray for the people of Japan.
0: It was a bad display. It was a very bad display. I think <laughs> it was pitiful yeah it was pretty rough. Uh, but the the author of the article uh, shared a bit of history that I thought was just absolutely fascinating. The IMB's first missionaries to Japan perished when their ship was lost at sea in eighteen fifty nine It wasn't until eighteen eighty eight the missionaries finally made it to the island, and Southern Baptists have continued to have missionaries there serving through two world wars and now. A pandemic. And uh, and I like that line that the gospel will not be deterred in the land of the rising sun. IMB missionaries will take every opportunity to continue carrying the torch, bearing the good news of Christ. That was a great nod to the Olympic torch, of course. Uh, but that is true, really, of all the other countries that our IMB guys are at and gals. And uh, so we want to pray for them, continue to give through the cooperative program so that they can be able to do what they are called to do and speaking of not being deterred if we could reverse your trip you would have not been deterred from going to where jay allen you just
1: came back from where el salvador el salvador i love it yes el salvador uh spent spent eight days there uh, ministering uh, in part with first baptist church of Iker, north carolina Uh, with the president of our state convention dr michael pardue and a team from his church
0: very cool so what what all were you doing while you were there because of course it was just a paid vacation
1: Uh, it was definitely (laughs) not a paid vacation uh we we left most days before 7 30 in the morning and didn't get back till 9 30 at night or later most nights Um, so we we did a lot of different things our team was diverse Uh, There were three pastors and a pastoral intern um, on our trip, as well as a number of college students and high school uh, and middle school students, and and one even younger than that. And so we had a a pretty diverse amount of things that we did. We did a lot of preaching. Um, I preached five times while I was there, twice at uh, ministerial conferences with leaders with the denomination we worked with, as well as Baptist churches there um assemblies of god uh, so lots of preaching and preaching in churches every night uh, and working with school kids uh, we share the gospel with school kids using uh wordless books and gospel bracelets with little colored beads where black represents sin and uh red the blood of christ uh white purity uh blue for baptism and i think uh yellow like the streets of gold that kind of thing maybe a green for christian growth uh use those to share the gospel um, Broke a lot of pinatas. Um, there, there were lots of pinatas destroyed uh, and acquired. Um, I have been into some uh, some markets buying pinatas now. Um, so while we did a lot of the preaching, preaching to pastors, sometimes we worked with kids. We went to a park, um, lots of gospel presentations and conversations. You know, you mentioned the um, English conversations in Japan. A lot of the young people there in El Salvador are studying English in school Uh, They want to study English so they can get a better job. So people wanting to have conversations with us uh, because of our being able to speak English. And so, you know, hearing that from the the IMB story took me back to where I was last week. Um, Encouraging the churches, uh, going around to, to several different churches all across the country. Uh, Lots of travel time. Many of our drives were an hour and a half to to two hours or better to different churches to go and minister. Uh, But it was busy. Uh, It was not a paid vacation. (laughs) Although (laughs) many, many mission trips for many people are. This one was not.
0: Gotcha. And uh, for our Southern culture topic, we're going to go even Southerner than the South uh, to take us to El Salvador with something you ate while you were there, which you also like to eat there in the comfort of your own home it is not something that i have ever eaten it is not something that i will ever eat but we'll let you take it away
1: yeah so uh we're talking about ceviche tonight uh ceviche. which is something yes yeah, ceviche something i didn't eat until last summer really um and and my my boundaries were stretched in el salvador but basically you take uh, fish or shellfish that is raw uh, uncooked and you you do a chemical cook. I wish you guys could see Matt's beard shaking in <laughs> opposition to what I'm talking about. Absolutely but you take
0: not going to happen.
1: Take fish or shellfish, and it's a chemical cook. The acid in lime juice cooks it, and uh, it usually has like onions and peppers, cilantro, uh, tomatoes, kind of like pico de gallo with raw fish or shellfish and extra lime added. Uh, and so while I was down there, we, we the last day of our trip was kind of a relaxing day. We went down to the beach there on the Pacific, and uh, we had a huge table, not just our group of 13, but the Salvadorian pastors and their wives and our driver, and I don't know, 20-some of us. So they brought complimentary ceviche out, uh, and it was not only made with fish, it was also made with squid and shrimp. Uh, <laughs> and so i normally i don't do the shellfish but i figured you know the worst thing that could happen is i'd get sick and die um and uh, so i, I tried the, the squid and the shrimp cooked with lime juice that was a first and it was good uh, i enjoyed it and then came home uh, a friend of mine uh, a pastor in the charlotte area was down on oak island we went and caught some fish on friday night and so last night, part of my supper was that I made ceviche with fresh fish here in North Carolina as well. So something I enjoy, way Southern culture topic because it's way further south in the Mason Dixon line. Um, my six-year-old and my three-year-old were eating it last night, Matt. So you, you've got to you got to step up to the plate and try some ceviche. It's cooked. It's just not cooked with heat. Bro,
0: I'm calling CPS.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my six-year-old asked for sushi for her sixth birthday so um they're 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 all about it um, but it, it's enjoyable you you uh mix it up you have to let it marinate and kind of actually cook uh, it takes a little bit of time get it good and cold and then typically uh, what i do and what they did in el salvador is you eat it on tortilla chips um like uh tostito scoops work really good for ceviche but we just had some regular tortilla chips last night and they work just as well
0: I, I just don't want you to ever make fun of anything that I eat again. That, um, ugh, everything you've just described, I'm out. I'm like, no, not in you, a million no years.
1: You, so, not even the tomatoes? Like, you don't no, eat, like, pico I, de
0: gallo? No, not really. I'll have salsa. That's as close as I get to tomatoes. And I guess ketchup. Yeah,
1: really well...
0: Ketchup
1: And not that spicy down there. I found that in El Salvador, they don't like a whole lot of heat, Um, like nothing more than like jalapeno heat. And and even in that, I didn't see a whole lot of it. So my, my taste would be a little warmer than most Salvadorians I learned. Yeah. Well, before we wrap this up, just
0: to give you a little teaser for this Friday with Not Another Baptist Podcast, we're going to dive in on a ghost story. To the pastor who made countless visits numerous counseling sessions and agreed to do their weddings funerals and preach to them faithfully week in and week out only to have them ghost you and go elsewhere we have a word for y'all and hope you will tune in on friday but for now jay allen since jared's nowhere to be
1: found thank god uh why don't you send us out well, friends, we thank you for joining us at another evening of the potluck. We hope that you've had your fill and that you've had your full, uh, that you'll return at the same Baptist time, same Baptist hour. Stay Baptist, my friends. Just don't bring ceviche to the potluck, please. I'm please, please bring ceviche to the potluck. <laughs>